Hello, welcome to this audio version of the latest episode of Totally Unscripted. Uh, lots of exciting news in this episode, so we announced the launch of the new AppScript IDE on the 7th of December. As part of this, we do uh, a lot of screen demos. Um, we're still pushing out the audio version because um, there's lots of conversation going around on with, with the demo, so uh, we hope you still uh, enjoy the audio version, but uh, you can also find it on YouTube as well if you want to see the actual ID in the flesh. And uh, look forward to hearing your feedback, and uh, particularly when you start scripting with it after the 7th of December. Thanks very much, and enjoy the episode. And we are live. Welcome to this latest episode of Totally Unscripted. My name is Martin Hoxie, and uh, as always, I'm joined by Steve Webster. Hi, Steve. Hi, Martin. Got Charles Maxson. So... What a show we've got for you folks. So um, this is going to be an amazing uh, broadcast and um, we've got lots of exciting bits and pieces for you. Um, I'm just going to quickly mention before we get into that, uh, we've got a couple more shows left in the season. So next Thursday, same time, same place, uh, we're going to talk about new workflow solutions with Google Tables and AppScript. So we've got Carlin, who's the um, uh, product manager for Google Tables and also the creator of that. Uh, and we've got Ben Collins, who I, I know a lot of you from the community will know. So uh, we'll be looking at uh, Google Tables and its relationship to AppScript. And then for our last show, our Christmas special, we'll be talking about how you as uh, community developers can contribute to the uh, Workspace Solutions Gallery. So that's to come, but let's crack on with what we have today. So I'm gonna bring on Keith. Hello, Keith Einstein. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much, Martin. Thank you, Steve, for having me on. So Hi, Keith. Keith is product manager for Google Apps Script. So I'm, I'm sure many of our community would be envious of such a title. Can you tell us what that actually entails? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so being a product manager for Apps Script is all about trying to discover uh, through research and through feedback what the new things are that we should be bringing to the platform and how we can improve the product to make uh, users and developers' lives better and easier. Well, with that in mind, so uh, what what is the the state of script then? Yeah, so um, it's actually very exciting. So we've seen uh, we've seen a lot of growth over the past uh, year, and there are literally millions of developers leveraging the AppScript platform at this point. So we're really excited about that. Um, and I think that we have brought about a few things this year that have made it easier and more fruitful for, de for developers. And so, uh, yeah, we're really excited about where we are. That's great. That's uh, awesome momentum there. Um, you know, the folks that tune in to this uh, channel that we have, they're pretty well versed in app script. Uh, but I wanted to ask you, what's the typical profile of the average AppScript user? Yeah. So um, the typical profile of the average AppScript user, they're really Google Workspace users who want to automate, integrate, or extend Google Workspace in order to um, you know, make themselves and their teams uh, more productive and optimize the way in which they work. So they're looking for something that could... Um, improve their workflows and uh and and you know make their lives better i got a, a story 
can all relate to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hear that we have a special announcement today. So I was just curious, what is what are you planning to announce today? Yeah, so I am very happy to announce that today we, uh, well, not today, but I'm happy to announce today that next week we'll be launching the new AppScript IDE. So um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing time in the AppScript, uh, you know, life cycle. Um, it's been about, you know, it's it's been about a decade since the last IDE was launched, since the product was launched, and um, and we have completely overhauled the IDE to make it much easier to use, more user friendly. Um, we've added some more robust functionality, and we've. Um, and we've completely modernized the look and flow to make it more uh, simplistic. Yeah, so we see from the reaction from the YouTube comments, uh, there's a lot of delight. <laughs> <laughs> there would be. Um, yeah, you, you, you got a fan club, and I think you're going to be a hero today. Keith. <laughs> um, one of the questions I have for you, so you know, obviously behind the scenes, Keith and I know each other really well. We work really closely together. And I, I love talking to you about trade-offs you have to make as a product manager. Or, you know, when are you going to build a feature? When are you going to do something? What's right for it? And there's so many things that go into that, right? People think, you know, for example, like the V8 engine, right? You know, yeah. you have to figure out, you know, how do I have two solutions running side by side? How do I manage performance and migration? How do I manage, you know, all these different aspects of a product? Um, when you think of the IDE, and I know people have been asking for for certain types of improvements, but what made you realize that you know now was a great time to go for this? Why was twenty twenty a very unique year, a great year to actually come out with a new IDE? Like what? And, and, and on top of that, as you mentioned, you know we have a lot of growth, right? There's a lot more people doing AppScript more than ever. What do you think the ultimate impact will be? And what were some of the design goals that you really wanted to accomplish with the new IDE? You mentioned streamlined and simpler, but what's the what's the impetus behind this this move? Yeah, so let me um, let me start off with uh, why now. So a big part of 2020, um, as you know, with the with the launch of the V8 runtime, was about putting AppScript in a great position for the next decade. So we wanted to, uh, you know, re-architect, rewrite, um, rethink you know, the platform from the ground up to position it to really be uh, strong for the for the next few years and to continue to improve on it. So, um, you know, the AppScript IDE has been a, has been a, has been a, uh, you know, a developer pain point for many years. Um, it's something that we continually added things into, but, um, but, you know, it was clear that it needed some, it needed some love. It needed to be, you know, rethought and, and modernized as, as all software tools do and as all development tools do. So I think that this year was all about um, really getting us in a strong position to build upon. There's there's a lot of growth and momentum in AppScript. Um, we're really excited about it. Uh, you know, I have to, by the way, I have to shout out the engineers. Um, they did an unbelievable job. Our UX designers, our researchers, everyone did an unbelievable job to, to, to bring this to life. Um, and I think that you know our our developers are going to be extremely excited once they get to see it and use it. But anyway, like I was saying, that was really the thought process of 2020 was let's 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 sit down, let's 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 rethink the way we built this product, and let's let's sort of bring it into good shape for the next decade. Um, so that's first. Now we've we've had a great amount of growth, which is great, and I think that users and developers are finding that um, 
that the V8 runtime makes life so much easier, right? You get to use ES6 features, um, better code readability, uh, you know, um, things of that nature. And so, you know, that was one thing. I think that this new IDE is going to just, you know, make that a hundred times better. I mean, you know, I know that we're doing a little bit of a demo in a little bit, but um, but the new IDE has just brought so much enhancement to what people are used to. Well, um, both Steve and myself were fortunate to be on the, the, the beta program. So we've, we've already been um, playing around with it. And like, you know, I find it a lot easier, a lot quicker. I find I'm writing better code as well. So yeah. Steve and I have benefited from access to the IDE. You mentioned that it will be available next week. Can you give us a, a more specific date when people can get their early Christmas present? <laughs> Yeah. Um, so we plan to launch it next week. Um, obviously, uh, you know, our goal is to is to launch it on Monday. Um, but the you know, yes, our goal is to launch it on Monday, and 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 we will start to roll it out to users next week. It'll be rolled out over a few weeks, so every single person won't get it the first day. Um, but you know, I think I think it's well worth the wait. I think it's an unbelievable uh, enhancement to the product that people already know and love. Excellent. Now, from the testing, there's a button to go back to the legacy, right? So that begs the question in the editor, how long will the legacy editor be around? What's your plan? Yeah, that's a that? great question. Um, so we haven't focused too much on on turning down or, or starting to think about turning down the legacy editor. Our, our goal was to really bring, our goal and our priority was to bring uh, the new IDE to market. We want to get feedback. We want to. We want to. You know, make sure that we're. Um, you know, that we're leaving developers in a great spot before we even think about turning down what they're using today. So, you know, there's not really plans at this moment to do that. Um, yeah. Okay, I was just going to follow up. So, like today, when we, when Mark and I have had the privilege to look at it, if we do go back to the legacy, it yeah. pops open a feedback form. Will that still be there come next week? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we okay. we want to collect feedback. We're always looking into better ways to collect feedback. Um, you know, we know that no one knows our product uh, better than our developers, even we don't. And so we always want to make sure that we're getting that feedback and that we're we're you know figuring out how to best act on it. Okay, I was also curious to ask you, <laughs> from your perspective, what is like your uh, favorite feature? Like, uh, what is the most most impactful one that that you could mention? It's a great question, Steve. Uh, it's 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 challenging. I I would say that my favorite, I guess it would be uh, a set of features is the new editor itself, the actual where you write the code. I think the autocomplete is phenomenal. Um, the auto formatting. I remember I used to write scripts, and you would do the first curly bracket and then the second one, and you for that second one for quite some time. Um, and so I think that the enhancements on the actual editor are gonna make developers way more productive. So I think that that is one of my favorites. Um, I think the other, one of my favorites, which you didn't ask, but I'll tell anyways, is the resource bar. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very normal to see files on the, on the left-hand side of your, of your IDE or your editor. But what we did was we elevated libraries, advanced services, so that it's really easy to see all the different things you have access to um, all in one spot and to manage it all from one place. And I think that that, 
you know, first of all, I think that that will bring the libraries and advanced services to a lot more developers front and center, let them know that that's possible to use. But I also think that it just keeps on the top of mind what you have access to in any given project. Well, I, I think Charles, in fact, you, you were able to um, show us around the new IDE so we can take a look. I think it's definitely, take a look. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely time. Uh, so first of all, while you're pulling that up, Martin, um, you know, I also want to echo the shout out to the engineering folks that made this possible. And modestly, Keith, want to thank you as well, too. It's been a, it's really been a, a great opportunity. Um, I've been using it since early, you know, fish food alpha days inside. I can't imagine going back. As Martin echoed, I even write better code now, which is, which is necessary. Because if you've ever had to do a shared project with me, you're probably like, what the? So no, I think it's been awesome. And so with that, Martin, flick the button and let's get started. There you go. Okay. So, so first of all, first of all, uh, also thank you, by the way, for the opportunity to show this. First of all, what you're looking at is technically uh, the AppScript dashboard, which is um, slightly changed. You're actually looking right now at the old one. I want to show the difference and kind of bring you into the way we approached uh, building the new experience and why it was important. So a couple things. If I was to uh, show you the old one, and the new one side by side. You'll notice that there's actually very subtle differences to the landing page. And, and by the way, one of the interesting things that, that Keith has pointed out to me uh, is that most AppScript developers don't come from the container apps. Even if they're working in container app, they actually land on script.google.com. They start in the dashboard, which is really the great part of the experience of the user, uh, of the developer experience with AppScript. And so uh, it's, Great, and you'll see in a second how we've really blended these two things to work better together. So if I was actually show you these things, again, take a look at the previous version of the application dashboard and the current version. Uh, again, if I flip that all day long and side by side, you probably wouldn't no notice the difference. Uh, I got the old version up there. Let me show you that side by side, just to show you. Again, um, it's kind of like that. Remember those, those things you did when you were a kid? You had to find 10 things different in one picture versus the other. Here, there's not a lot different from the overall landing page if I was actually show you side by side. The big difference is if we go into the menus here, uh, down at the bottom, you'll notice that we simply have moved the help up in front, up in center. If you look at the old one, actually helps buried down the bottom, so we've simply brought help up. So that is not a huge difference when you first jump in. It starts to get exciting, though, when you look at the differentiation between working with your projects and the specific project you're working on. So like I mentioned, most folks that are AppScript developers, they're gonna come and they're gonna land in this page and they may be working on one or two or three projects at a time. They may be borrowing code from a, one of their older uh, solutions that they've built. And so they may come and look at multiple projects. So they don't always just land in the code editor. And so also there are components of an IDE that are differentiated from a code editor, right? Editors where you write the code, but there are other aspects. It's the debugging, it's the logging, it's the ability to work with things like um, uh, triggers and uh, you're looking at your runtimes and things. And so um, there's more than just the code editor. And if you look at the old version, I just wanna share it for a second because I really love the way uh, that you and the team brought this out, Keith, is you know if I went into you know, a classic version. By the way, just so you know the difference real fast, you can see I called it classic here in the old version, so you can see it. Uh, I can do a lot of the same things where I can come in here, imagine you know, uh, the, the project details, and you know, I can do things like do triggers and executions from here. Um, but if I come in here, for example, and I say, give me the project details, you'll notice 
that I'm still kind of half in the dashboard, kind of half in the project. So if you look on the left-hand side, you'll still see, here's all my project information. Here's all the information about, you know, and really great relevant information, by the way, like, you know, the health of my project, who's running it, the scopes I'm using, and of course I can get to it. However, when I come into the new environment, one of the neat things, and again, here I called it app script next gen. When I pop it open here, don't need to do that yet. I'm gonna go up to the first part here. Um, but notice the difference is now I'm actually within the project and all the aspects that I need to access are right within this great little menu bar over here, which pops up and gets out of the way at the same time. So if you think of the old experience, let me just go back for a second. If I wanted to do things like go into this app, look at my code, I went the wrong way on the project and dismiss that little guy. Um, notice if I wanted to come in here and do things like look at my triggers, for example, I would come in and say edit and triggers. And notice with the old menuing system, first of all, it's an old traditional menu system, but also notice how we kind of mixed some things together. For example, there are aspects of working with the window, like uh, actions working with a code editor, and then also things like you know triggers, which are actually on the outside of the project. So if I want to see the current project trigger, I'd come over here, and I can see them, but notice if I navigate back, I'm back in the window, and then I'm clicking this again, and I'm kind of taking a little tour of my universe before I get things done. It's the same thing if I come over here under view, and again, kind of a mismatch of features where you've got logs and stack driver and executions in here with things like managing my project and managing my, my window at the same time. So again, you know, we've all on this call been doing app script for so long, we're used to this, but think about the experience if you're brand new and we kind of a mismatch of things and they're all over the place and you have to navigate. So I think the first thing you really did well, Keith, was to nail the flow and the experience, not just for uh, the new folks, but us, us old season folks as well too. And so again, if I did you know my executions, if I wanted to see the way this runs in the old version, again, I can do this, but again, notice I'm still kind of in, the, in an in-between state. All that's gonna go away with the new version. So now when I land, whether I come from the container app I'm working on or if I'm doing a standalone project and I come in from the dashboard, everything is at my fingertips. So my triggers are all right here. My executions are all right here. My project settings are all right here. And I also wanna point out, notice how all this goes on and you've really cleaned up the interface. We don't have a mismatch of menuing anymore. We've got easy access to do things like deploy and test and manage. I can quickly get into all my project settings where I can come in here and say, you know, let me change my GCP project or let me, you know, go back to the old runtime, maybe I have an old project, or if I need, you know, maybe I'm building an add-on, I wanna hit the manifest and I need to edit that, I can pop that open as well from here. So it's really streamlined to work with the project, around the project, the project you're working for. So it, it may seem like a subtle change, but I think it really actually helps uh, an awful lot. Um, what do you think, guys? Anything you want to add to that or, 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 or commit to that? I was just going to say it's like a one-stop experience, right? You you go one place and you have everything right there. You're not hopping around losing track. Yeah, so. yeah. We we want you to develop, deploy, and maintain your project in one in one in one uh, interface. It, it was interesting your comment, Charles, about the you know the, just to flow around stuff. For it was one of the things I found I had to retrain myself not to go off on those little tours with back buttons um, to just navigate through stuff. So there is some muscle memory 
retraining yeah. required, but um, hopefully everyone will get on to that quite quick. There absolutely is. You already <laughs> I just clicked a couple times going back into different windows because obviously there is that in between state. And you know, one of the things I want to be clear, the old editor did service really well. And you're right, we are kind of trained that way to use it. Um, but that said, as long as nobody else has another comment, let me jump into probably the key part of the launch. And as Keith said, his favorite part, it's it's really what you think of when you build solutions. It's the code editor itself. And so as you navigate through here, you'll notice it's sitting right here in the middle. Again, if you came from your container app, you'd be dropped right into here. You could launch the project right into here. When I click the editor button, you will see for the very first time, except for that one little slip I did a second ago, a brand new App Script IDE next generation, kind of V2, if we will, which is surprising. Yep. <laughs> um, and my very first impression, personally, and again, other, other guys just jump in, it's uncluttered, it's clean, it's modern, it's material design, it has a fresh feel about it. Uh, the menus are gone. I, I just have what I need across the top. You know, as Keith mentioned the resource window, it's so neat. And I can, you know, quickly come in here and see, you know, libraries if I wanted to add additional advanced services and manage that all from here. But I don't feel like I'm on a trail of going all over the place to find these things. It's a big plus. So I can move it out of the way and get a little more window. Um, but let's talk about some of the code features. And I'm sure there's a lot of great questions coming in. Uh, let me know if there's any that uh, are in time. Um, my very first thing, and this is going to sound weird, uh, it's the way I work. Uh, I, I, I write a lot of code and, and long code on some of my projects. And one of the things I really hated was having to scroll around all my code. And one of the best things is you've made navigation and code management way better in this version. Uh, so for example, some real simple things. Let me come up here uh, to a routine I've got where I create custom functions and custom menus, sorry. Uh, and, and just show you how easy a, a little uh, feature like being able to knock out some of the comments or say, for example, I'm done with this block of code. I don't want to see it anymore. In the past, I would literally create different project files to manage what I was working on. I would literally copy the routine I was working on to the top of the project so I didn't have to traipse up and down. I know it sounds kind of weird, but now the fact that I can do this, also do this with some advanced features I'll show you in a second, I know it sounds little and trivial, but it's an amazing time saver for logically working. I can kind of in my brain, when I finish a routine, just hide it, just <laughs> hold it up there and go on and work on the next thing. So I think that's kind of neat. So um, just to throw in there, so Faustinho was asking um, what, you know, what is the editor based on? So um, in terms of, you know, it's obviously people are using VS Code. It's very similar looking. Is, is it the same engine behind it? Uh, yeah. Um, the new AppScript IDE is leveraging Monaco, which is the open source VS Code editor. Yeah, so awesome. So if you're familiar with some of these other yeah. tools, a lot of these features will you know, be logical or, or something you'll recognize. And again, the breath of fresh air with 11 year old code editor is we didn't have all those features and functionality. Another simple one, and again, you, you may laugh at me, but I love the fact that I can see the tab lines <laughs> that simply line through here. So I can tell, you know, the indentations and how my, my code lays out because visually looking at my code and the way I, where I put my braces and the way I format it really helps me be more efficient when I write code. And so these visual cues are super helpful. Um, definitely. Think. And again, I think one of the great things that we really wanted to do is make this easy, whether you're 
you know, you're Steve Webster who does this professionally for a living, or you're someone who just stumbled across this because you just recorded your first macro. And think about that, that macro recorder feature brought in a lot of people that aren't traditionally quote unquote coders who are now writing code and writing code can be hard. And so one of my next favorite features, and Keith, you mentioned this, is the ability to come in here and get really rich autocomplete. We had some autocomplete before, but imagine, you know, here I am creating some menu items for my spreadsheet. In this case, this is a, a solution behind a, a spreadsheet. And I wanna come in here, and I, I kind of know some of these things, but now I can come in and really easily see things and get rich help in a number of ways to make this experience better. For the first part, and you'll notice we got a pop up here and we've got a little, if you can see that little yellow uh, block uh, that, that's uh, telling us something on the left, and I'll show you that in a second. But for me, the first big thing here is this natural autocomplete as I'm typing. So notice I put in one parenthesis. It automatically put the second in. When I hit my first apostrophe to actually start to address this, it puts the second in. I can't tell you how many times I forgot a quote or forgot a parenthesis or didn't uh, properly include a brace. The autocomplete feature here makes you a better coder just because it's here. Faster, yeah. efficient, and less errors. Yeah, totally agree. But I, I also think that the inline documentation is amazing. I, I, I do too. I do too. And I've been doing this for a long time in this in the old tool set, and I still had to go up to the online documentation. And I love our documentation team, but frankly, I have to toggle over there and do it all the time didn't make me always happy or, or frankly efficient. The fact is, and watch when I move through here, you see I've already done the add item. Note, uh, add item. Notice it's actually giving me prompts in uh, time when I'm doing something here. So, so for example, the next parameter is caption and it's telling me it's a string data type. It's also giving me information. What is a caption? Well, it's the label for the menu. And also, I love this, it gives you stylized guides. Make sure you only capitalize the first word. And again, these are things if you're new, you may not know. So if I wanna add you know, my item, it's nice to know what I need to do, right? And then watch as I actually put in that next comma and move to the next argument, it updates and tells me, oh, this now, the caption's gone. Now we're looking for a function name that happens to be a string, and this is the code that's gonna run for you. So in this case, it's gonna be you know, my routine. I can call it whatever I want. I can use obviously whatever casing I want. Uh, I should have been on camel case there. But again, you get the notion is it really is simple to help you fill it out. And one of the things I also love about that is say, for example, I didn't follow the autocomplete or I accidentally trampled on something and I made a mistake. Notice how I get these visual cues that start to tell me that things aren't quite done right. I want you to look at two parts of the screen now. Uh, for the first part, look over to the very, very, oops, pointing the wrong way, very uh, far right of the screen. Notice, you'll see this little visual indicator, this little red blotch that's saying, oh look, by the way, you have an error. Now, most people write way better code than I do. <laughs> so many times I've hit the run button or the debug button and didn't finish what I was doing or didn't do it incorrectly. So say for example, I'm down here and I forget to close something off and I think I deserve to run this. The beautiful thing now is you can see quickly just by looking at this bar, I get these visualizations that look, here's one. In fact, we've even got some tools that will move you from error to error real quickly. And I'll show you those in a second. When you look over here, again, you get a really nice, oh, I've disabled checking off of this file, um, but a really nice visual cue that will actually help you resolve these things. So uh, it just makes it much more obvious when you're not done yet or you're not writing good code. Yeah, um, it's akin to having a spelling error in docs, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, it's exactly a great feature. Uh, so, so I love that one. 
Um, so this is why as well, I, I feel it helps you write better code as well, because you do get these kind of alerts that, you know, that you, you know, it's a traffic light system. So you'll get even something might run, but it might could be improved as code. And I think this is what the IDE is doing. It's helping you write better code. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and write it faster. Like I said, there's less time in debug, there's less time hunting things out. And, you know, I've done silly mistakes. Like I've missed a parameter, you know, a parameter or missed something. I just, oh, what, what? I should have done that, right? Anyway, so let me, let me move on to a couple other things that I, I really like. And so, um, you know, one of the really interesting things uh, I'm just going to show you this. I'm going to slide back for a second. Let me go back into the old classic version and hit the right click button. N notice what we left you with in the right click version. So here we are in the old classic. Notice that these are all basically the browser window commands, which they're great, except for they're not going to help me write code. They're going to help me, uh, you know, do some some pretty light things in the inside of the text, like you know paste and copy and stuff, uh, but it's not gonna help me write better code. So I think one of the great enhancements that we have in the new one now is when I right click, I get real developer help. Uh, my favorite thing here, say for example, is I'm working on this routine and I wrote this routine or I'm sharing code with somebody else and I looked up this get random thing and I don't know where it comes from or, or what it means or I don't recognize it. I can quickly come in here, I right click and I say, go to definition. Uh, also, by the way, before I do that, note that we also have hotkeys. You can see here I have Mac hotkeys up here. Um, the neat thing is I don't have to do the right click, but I once I, I learn some of these hotkeys, uh, I can do things like go to de definition and I can see where that um, that function is. It highlights That's it. Nice. It should be screen. And again, when you write three or five or a thousand lines of code or you've got multiple modules, wouldn't it be nice? How many times have you, have you done control F and hope you can go find it and then realize it's in a different module and then you're kicking yourself going, oh, I know what that is, but I don't. Um, this, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. And also in reverse, you know, say I'm already down on that and then they actually go, go to that definition and highlight it. Now notice I can also, from something I wrote, find all the references that are referring to it. So say for example, I know I've updated a parameter and I've got to change the inputs from 13 different calling functions. I can find them quickly and go through when I made, I made all that work right. So I, I think that is super neat. Okay, so next thing on it is go to symbol. And again, have you ever been writing lots of code and you want to figure out where did I define that or where is that being called from or what is that? Uh, I can quickly just go to that and find out, oh, there's the definition of that. And again, that just takes the control F key and puts it on the shelf and I never need to use it again. And I, and I love that. So anyway, uh, some other things in here. Uh, okay, I gotta show you this one again. I know I get a little excited. This one is exciting. So um, first of all, if you write a macro, you record a macro. Macros are great, but they're verbose. And um, for example, here you can see where I recorded a macro from the spreadsheet, it uses the spreadsheet app. It, uh, it uses the var and creates something called spreadsheet which is great, but as most folks know, most of us who use common uh, naming nomenclatures don't use spreadsheet. And so if I wanted to change this spreadsheet to something more interesting, I, you know, again, get the control H out and remove it in all the different places, or now I can come in here and say, you know what, let's rename that symbol. Let's just call it SS and it updates it everywhere, not just in this routine, but in all routines. I see the smiles, I see the warmth. That is a feature, right? What do you guys think? Very nice, very sweet. 
Uh, yeah, I, no, I, I love these features. This is why I mentioned that the editor was my favorite part because the workflows and all the different user flows are amazing and we made things a lot easier. But when you get down to it and someone's coding and they're, and they're working on their project, um, there's nothing better than, than you know making them more productive in that moment. I think as well, because it's based on the same engine as VS Code, there's there's going to be a lot of support material for new developers that, you know, just, or or people who've been using the old script editor and just want to up their skills. There's going to just be so much stuff. And um, I'm pretty sure our community are always very good at producing content. We'll start um, pushing stuff out. So we'll do um, our best to capture those on pulse.upscript.info. So, um, anything that you see produced via the community about the new script editor, you want a, a flag, just ping us, ping me, mhoxy, or ping AppScript info, and we'll, we'll get it posted. That's that's a great and timely plug. I mean, we're excited uh, to, to, to really highlight what it can do. And we know folks are going to be searching for AppScript, and, and this is brand new. It's a new look. It's a new feel. And so anything that folks are doing that promoting new stuff online, we love to hear from the community. We love to promote and show and, and, and really share the experience. One of the things I love, uh, which is why I joined the show, is the fact that this is really all about the community of those you know millions of, of, of folks that are actually engaging using AppScript. And so uh, a great plug. And, and, and Martin, thanks for that work. Uh, a couple of things you'll notice here, by the way. Um, if you look over to the files menu and you see all my resources, um, notes you get a little visual cube, it tells you this hasn't been saved, which is helpful. So you know where you actually are before you hit the save button. Save button you still need to use because we're obviously committing that code back to the side, to the back end and, and running it on the server side. Um, so you have to update that. But uh, let me show you another great feature. And um, just take a look at this routine for a second. And you'll notice a couple things like, uh, you know, over indentation or under indentation or not using space as well or putting things together. It's a bit of a mess. and you know, we find a lot of folks, you know, um, actually share code with other people or they just want to publish really neat code. So when they turn that project over to the next person, it's discoverable. It uses a great syntax. This is probably one of my favorite features because, again, I'm a, I'm a little bit anal when it comes to my code. Um, the neat thing here is I can come in here and say format document or I can even do format selection if I had just a selection done as well, too. And you'll notice, let me undo that again just so you can see it. Notice again, I got multiple braces here. I've got you know things that are all over the place. And when I do that, or if I select that code and then do it, you'll see I can say just format that selection and it neatens that code up. So now you have no excuse not to make neat and tidy standards-based code. Uh, I think that's a cool, super uh, cool feature. So anyway, let's move on. So uh, one of the things that I think is, is super neat is let's go into uh, my debug here. And before I show you how to run code and what changes there, which is really amazing, um, this is also, I think, one of the unsung favorite features um, that uh, folks are really going to enjoy. So you've probably been recognizing, as I keep clicking the right mouse here, at the very bottom is something called the command palette. The command palette unleashes features that frankly, just weren't available before in the old editor. So if I come down here, first of all, I don't have to right click it every time. It's F1. The F1 key is about to become your best friend for writing code. So when I come in here, you'll notice a little pop-up window at the very top, and it gives me a bevy of features. A couple ways around this. I can, first of all, simply scroll through all these, and there's a ton. I can also use some hotkeys to highlight it. So say, for example, if I know I want to go somewhere specifically, I can hit the GT, 
Or if I want to show something, I can hit the S key or start to type show. And notice, obviously, it does a nice script complete. But the other thing I want to show you, if you start at the very top, notice that a majority of these features, again, not available anywhere else in the UI, at least currently, um, they also have hotkeys associated with them. So you can quickly and you will quickly learn some of these things that are super popular. Uh, so you can see, again, here I'm on a Mac. You can see all the hotkeys. Not everything has a hotkey. The popular ones do. Um, probably a good question to ask Keith. Will we, will we extend this in the future? Hold that thought. But um, for example, if I wanted to do things uh, you know, like uh, some of my favorite ones, you can see here everything from, you know, inspect tokens or duplicate selections. Uh, okay, this is, here's one of my first favorites. Uh, editor font, zoom in, editor font, zoom out, editor font. Uh, if you remember in the old version, when you zoomed in, everything zoomed in, right? It was just a window sitting inside of the browser. Now when I do editor font, zoom in, notice just the code gets bigger, right? So if I want to zoom in here, and again, I can just click zoom again, when I zoom in, notice obviously the code is getting larger. Nothing else is. So it optimizes the screen. That seems little, but when you wear glasses or you sit far from the screen and you want big code, it's super helpful to be able to do this and not worrying about all the Chrome around the, the uh, your code editor. Just the code itself gets bigger. So uh, super neat. Question from Brian Bennett. Hi, Brian. So dark mode. I think that's in the palette, isn't it? Dark mode. Okay, great. So dark mode, people have always asked for that. And remember, we had an extension for the last IDE. <laughs> extension and you had to trust it, you had to deal with it. Sometimes it didn't load. So it wasn't a perfect world. And extensions, as you know, aren't necessarily something that everybody knows how to work with. So if I want to come in here, and again, I can just move down and I can look, but I happen to know the hotkey for that. So if I want to come in here and look for contrast, it's actually under contrast. I can toggle high contrast theme. Ready? <laughs> and now it is hard mode. <laughs> and then you come back. I can toggle again, and I can toggle it back. So yeah, you can absolutely do that. Um, it's not, there's not like a UI button for it yet. One thing, and again, I'm going to hold my questions for the end, Keith, but I'd love to figure out if I could extend some of these into the UI without having to go in that. There's, there's, hold that for that thought for a second. But yeah, there are so many good ones in here. Um, you know, for example, some of the go-to ones are really super unique. So imagine you're working in one of those really ugly, you know, if statements you nested, you know, 13 miles long and you can't figure out where the end bracket is. You can simply use go to bracket. And again, there's a hotkey for that as well too. Or go to a definition, go to line. Again, you know, being an AppScript developer, working in lots of stuff, you get the line error back from, you know, you're, when you're debugging, it wouldn't it be nice to go, oh, let me go to the line. It knows how many lines are actually in that, uh, that file. And you can say, you know what, go to line 19, bring the cursor there highlights it and shows it to you. Again, little things that you know just make this so much easier um, from the F1 key, so definitely don't. Another neat one I, I really like a lot is around folders, oh, sorry, folding. For example, uh, all good developers write comments, right? Right, right? <laughs> um, but comments, you know, again, they get in the way. Wouldn't it be nice if you could simply say fold all comments and then you can actually toggle that back and bring them out of the way so you don't have to deal with looking at you know, the comments once you're done. But again, please do write comments. I really encourage that, especially people I work with. <laughs> okay, so that's kind of, the, there's a bunch more in here. And again, but play with this. The F1 key is your friend. There's lots of fun things in there. Guys, is there anything I'm missing on that or anything that you've uh, discovered while working with it? I think I covered a great amount of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot in there to explore. There's a lot to play with. Okay, so that's how you can write better code.
um, format your document better, make it look better, be more productive. But what about one of the hardest things a lot of folks always wondered about is how do I actually know that my code works? And so, you know, everything from logging code, everything from actually debugging code. Um, again, if you're new, it's, it, it, it's, it's a little hard to get used to or understand. If you've done it for a while, um, you know, just like, you know, the control F key, in the old version, control enter was your friend, right? When you would run, you know, run to the logger, want to go back to the logger, go to the logger, go to the logger. All the time you're sitting there hitting control enter, literally wearing those keys out on your machine. Now, so for example, I want to come here, let's run a, a function that I have. I have a simple function here. It's going to loop through my spreadsheet. You'll notice when it loops through my spreadsheet and it adds a random value to that spreadsheet, um, I, I'm going to log that and see how it works. So if I run it, again, running is real simple, real easy. I go up and I run it, but notice what's happening. The execution log is done in real time right inside the editor. So I'm not doing control enter. I'm not going anywhere else. There's no, you know, following, you know, you know, running down a call stack to look at the console or whatever, or toggling windows. It's all right in place. I can see this. I've already found way more popular uses when writing my code for logging it than I ever did before because it actually helps me way more. Simply having that in line, I know it may seem small or trivial, but bringing it together, one less button command I have to run, and for a novice, this makes it so much easier. I love the fact that you did this. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then one final thing I wanna show off again, debugging was a mystery for people in the old version. Again, we had a lot of the same functionality, but you really cleaned it up here. You really made it better. Let's just do the same thing I did a second ago. Run that same code. We'll come down here, and we're going to say, let's set a couple of breakpoints. Let's check out these variables. Notice even the breakpoints are a little more visible. They're a little easier to recognize. I want to step through some of these things, and let's take a run. So instead of running it, obviously, I come in here. I'm going to debug the selected function. It looks good. We pull it out here. We see the call stack pop up. We saw all the local variables sitting right there and the global variables, if I had any. Um, and I can now move through that. And again, it's so much easier to understand. I get the hover over, which helps me understand it. So if I want to step into this code, you'll notice that it'll run it. You can see in this case, you can see I'm actually doing things like setting my variables. I can go through and see there's the first random number that I push back, or I can step through and run the code. But the experience is just way nicer, way easier, way more understandable way more just integrated. Look at all those three things together where you're not getting lost, getting crazy, getting windows all over the place. Yeah, it's much easier to read. I mean, the other debugger in the old IDE was just very challenging to read. Um, it was also sort of, um, uh, you know, quirky. Sometimes it would work, sometimes it wouldn't work. Um, so, you know, the debugger was a big point that we wanted to hit. We wanted to make sure that it was easy for you to get your project working and to, and to you know, be able to see what's going on in the project. The console is awesome because it's real time. So you're not actually waiting for everything to execute to get it back. You get it back right in real time. So these two things were all about giving the developer more visibility and control into what they were building. Um, you know, and helping them, you know, uh, find, find issues quicker and, and resolve them. Yeah, so there's a bunch more. I didn't obviously cover every nook and cranny. I wanted to hit the highlights, but you know, I think thing, everybody tuning in, you know, go play with this. As soon as it's available for you, you will find yourself instantly becoming more productive. And I'll tell you, I've had access to this for you know multiple months now. I really can't imagine going back. Um, uh, my only follow-up question for you is: a lot of folks are going to probably ask you this, uh, Keith, next week. I think we're at near 
absolute parity with all the features and functionality? And I know our goal is to get there. Is there anything that's not immediately available or um, are, are we pretty complete as far as, like there's no reason to go back to the old editor, I guess, because I know the button's up there. Um, I'm pretty sure from what I've seen, you've covered, but don't look at that thing, we don't need that. Um, yeah. No, 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 we're 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 pretty we're pretty uh, parity complete. Um, one of the things that we that we don't have in it is draft recovery. So, um, but other than that, we're pretty parity complete. What I would love for you to show in this demo before we before we you know finish up the demo uh, would be the deploy dialogue. Sure, that is one of the things that has always sort of been challenging for developers is the deployment. You know, there were many different types of deployments and they were, you know, sort of uh, difficult to to yeah. understand. And I think that we really uh, streamlined this whole process. No, that's a, that's actually a great call. I mean, you know, I remember starting out all those menus, like, what are all these things? And I'm just trying to write something simple here that I started to venture into add-ons. And I was like, wow, it's, it, there, there's a lot here. Now here I can come into the deployment and it's a lot easier, a lot faster, you know, for example, you know, help like this, learn more, and the ability to come here and push it up as an add-on. Uh, there's a lot of great ways to make this work. Uh, and it'll also, again, this is obviously code behind that I'm not deploying as an add-on, but, you know, notice that, you know, the ability to manage and test it all from the same environment. And again, you know, nicely hidden out of the way, right in plain sight is this deploy button to really make it a, a much more useful feature. So that, that's a great call. Yeah, um, not only do we consolidate, um, the different types of deployments, like deploying a web app, an add-on, an API, um, and we put the managed test and, and, and new deployment together. But also, when you're in the actual deployment dialog, you'll notice that there's a bunch more verbiage there yep. that helps you to understand what to do next. What we realized was is that there were a lot of steps involved in deploying, and we sort of left the developer up to their own device to figure it out, and they had to go back and forth documentation. And now by putting that... Uh, information front and center with a little more explanation and context, I think it'll be much easier for developers to um, to deploy stuff. If you click the cog next to select type, you can show our viewers that yeah. you're able to actually do web apps, APIs, add-ons, and libraries, and you could still deploy one project as multiple types. So you would just click them and it would add them and it would add all the different configuration stuff that you need to fill out. Um, in the in the right panel um but yeah so deployments was a huge a huge area that we wanted to improve that we feel um that we feel is going to make it much easier for developers absolutely and i think and i think you nailed it i think again you know everybody's probably super excited about the code editor features and the specific highlights to make you write better code but for me the other big takeaway really is the developer flow the developer experience between the dashboard manager and between the uh, deployment and between getting help and adding libraries and, and, and all that stuff i think that flow has really come together so nicely in, in this in this launch yeah. yeah yeah and a shout out to the test deployment i mean when i was working with the new google workspace add-ons you know the card interface version just test deployment a couple clicks i bring up a spreadsheet if it's applicable to that and it's there. <laughs> so it's very, very convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just, I was reading one of the questions. Um, Mozart had asked any improvement for web apps. So um, there, there weren't really improvements on specific different project types. This was more about um, the development experience and, uh, and, 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 you know, writing code and getting around the editor and getting around the different uh, tool sets. So, there wasn't, you know, so there wasn't really much of an investment at this point in uh, in specific different project types. 
Awesome. So uh, I was just looking through this, some of the questions. First of all, you know, Victor said these changes look amazing. I, I totally agree. Are there any other questions, Martin, that we see? There, well, um, so Agostinho uh, and Yagi are, are asking about HTML and CSS. So um, are, um, I think Yagi was in, um, asking was there any alt-complete available for HTML files. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the complete is really robust. Um, it was a great, it was a great thing that uh, that developers have been asking for for quite some time. Um, and obviously, you know, understanding what you could do is important. You can go to MDN, you can go to our documentation, you can find these things elsewhere. But having them in the moment when you need it uh, is 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 super productive. So, yeah. I just like the way the buttons go away. It says you can't run from here. I've tried to run HTML files way too many times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not something I've um, done myself, Charles. <laughs> Guess how your head's wired. <laughs> no, but it's all about making you make less mistakes and making you be more productive. I think that's what I think is, again, to me, another one of the highlights. Yeah, yeah. Only showing people what they need to see when they need to see it is, is you know, um, adding a lot of focus to developing and making sure that people, like you said, make less mistakes and, you know, have an easier time. I think as well, for me, um, the, when you do have, a, you know, a coding issue that the, the inline references, um, they, they just make it so much easier just to go and find out, you know, why calling, you know, casting something is a particular thing and it's not supposed to be just if you're a bit, Obsessive like me, <laughs> you go out and find out what's the better way of writing this. Something like wanting to, you know, have yeah. like, oh, I should have named it. I want, I want clean screen. I don't want any warnings in my code. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there was a question earlier that I caught that I thought was interesting. Um, so it was, what about AppScript IDE's add-ons one day that maybe we can develop with GAST? So uh, I'm, I'm assuming that this refers to uh, actually developing add-ons for the IDE as you would for other uh, Google Workspace applications such as Sheets, Docs, Slides, you know, Gmail, and, and so on and so forth. Um, so I guess, you know, obviously, uh, I think it's a very intriguing idea our users are actually, you know, in a lot of cases, developers, um, and, and, and in some cases, professional developers, and could, you know, help to build the things that they need to be more productive with our tools. So I think that it's a very unique space. Whereas, um, you know, there's very few products on, on the planet where where the users can actually help to make the product better. So I think that, that is a very interesting case. My um, what I'd love to know, and feel free to add it in the comments or to, um, you know, just, uh, well, feel free to add it in the comments. Um, would you be interested in developing those add-ons? Is that something that you'd want because you'd want to be able to utilize them and you'd hope that there were, you know, a, a you know, that they were in Google Workspace Marketplace or are you interested in actually developing them um, when you need them? So I'd just be curious to understand that. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's an awesome use case. Um, one of the questions that comes up a lot, and you know, not to be greedy, and you know, everything that you've you know, you've given us so far has been pretty awesome. 
But I know one of the things that you love to talk about, and I've seen a couple of questions, people asking about things like, you know, not just version control, but GitHub integration and, and you know, code reuse. I know one of your favorite topics, and not to spoil your answer, but one of your favorite topics is actually sharing and reusing code. Um, what do you? Th well, what's the next big thing we can expect? And you know, what's your what's your stance on actually making sure that we can actually not just, you know, put code to a third party repository, but we could use it. You know, we can reference it and, and get some reuse out of it. Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, so, you know, right now there's nothing concrete. Um, you know, where we want to make sure that we see the IDE through really well. Um, this is obviously a very important part of everybody's day-to-day -day development experience. And so that's our main priority, um, first and foremost. So I just want to start off with that. Um, but like you had said, I do, you know, um, I am very interested and excited about the possibility of reuse. So reuse in the sense of reusing code so that people can develop code and others can reuse them, like libraries, but making things simpler. Um, and also reusing projects. So, you know, not every single person is going to be an AppScript developer. We wish that they were, but that's just not, that's just not the case. And so there are, um, you know, millions of Google Workspace users who would benefit from the projects that are developed by um, AppScript developers, uh, not just add-ons, but custom functions and macros and all different types of uh, projects. And so I'm really interested and we're looking into figuring out, um, does it make sense to have people, uh, you know, have people be able to leverage what other people have developed? And so, like you had said, that could be that could be code or that could be a completed project that, hey, Charles, you built this great custom function. I don't know how to build a custom function, but I'd love to use it. We're in the same job role and now I'm able to easily leverage it. Um, stuff that's already been built. And so I think that that's a very exciting thing. Um, it, you know, we're very early stage into looking into it. Like I said, right now, our goal is to make sure that this IDE lands really well and that developers are really thrilled about it. Um, I think from the comments that, uh, and from what I've seen so far, that people are gonna be really excited about it and love to use it. But that's our that's our main priority. But, um, but yeah, reusability is definitely something that we're very interested in looking into and understanding better. No, that's that, that's awesome. I think as well that kind of uh, uh, Marco was asking, you know, is the IDE we're seeing today it? But it sounds like you're very much thinking about the future, and also, I guess as well the the advantage of building on, you know, the the open source initial initial editor is that you know improvements can be filtered through. Yeah, um, yeah, we definitely. Um, over time, we'll we'll you know continue to develop out the the IDE and to make and to um, improve things about it. Um, I think that this was this was this was an extremely large improvement. I mean, this was really a rearchitecture and a rewrite. Um, so I don't foresee us doing that uh, because I think that we we have a really strong foundation now in which to build upon. But, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, this is. This is the main interface for AppScript, right? This is this is the tool, and so um, a lot of the different things we do, whether it's reusability or other things, they will have implications within the IDE. Um, there will be other parts of developing, um, you know, that we that we we'll want to enhance and improve upon. Um, but you know, it, that really takes you back to the first question you asked me, which is, what is my job and what do I do day to day? And that's 
you know, trying to ascertain what are the things that our developers and our users need and build and provide those things. And I think that over the last year with the V8 runtime and the IDE, we, we you know, showed that um, we have really taken in all the feedback that has been provided through different channels. We do watch those things and we do, um, and we do incorporate them into our product. And, you know, that's a huge part of, um, of being an active member as all these viewers are, are, are likely very active app script users, you know, uh, being engaged and, and providing us with feedback and, 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 and tuning into things like totally unscripted and, um, you know, reading blog posts and all that, that's, that's going to allow you to have influence in what we build and what happens next. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I also like to do another shout out, just if, if I could, to the GDEs. Because the GDEs, is, you know, which includes some folks actually listening in, as obviously well as Martin and Steve, they've actually had access to these, um, this experience, to the, to the editor since, what was it, May? April, I forget. It's been a while. Uh, the, great thing, the great thing is, a, they, they didn't spill the beans and tell anybody, uh, <laughs> which, which which was cool. Uh, but better, thanks, Steve. They were giving a lot of feedback on you know what was good and what was bad. In fact, one of their you know popular feedbacks, you know, they've they, they've already you know assembled and, and have already you know uh, communicated that to you. And I think that's been super awesome. So I want to thank them for testing it, and also note that you know the community does really have a, a lot of say and a lot of drive in it. I just wanted to point out here, you didn't, you're not hiding from community feedback. We can't fix everybody's favorite feature, but if you come under, you know, the help button, uh, you can see everything from, you know, learning about what updates are, but you can actually, in a sense, you know, send an email to, you know, Keith and team indirectly right through this and show us what's not working or what's not there. So that's, yeah. that's built into it. And, you know, I know your team triages these. And like I said, I know you can't get them all. It's the same thing for like, you know, the issue tracker, not every single thing is reconcilable. You have to prioritize. And when, when a solution affects literally millions and millions of users, in fact, you know, when you think of workspace in general, if, you know, 2 billion users in the world use this for, um, for productivity, obviously, you know, little changes change a lot of big things. And so we don't get them all, but uh, you know, we have to prioritize, but this is a great way to stay in touch, be active in the community. Let us know, you know, let me know as a developer advocate, you can DM me on Twitter anytime. And, uh, tell me what you're interested in. And, and I can always, uh, you know, send the, uh, you know, the post it over to Keith and ask and beg. But, um, you know, I love the fact that we do get feedback and we've really improved. It. And I think we've, you know, we, we've had a lot of the things that people would want to see. I would just, Sorry. I'm just going to add to that. I'm sorry, Martin, that I think what we've seen today is you're reducing all these pain points, all these little gotchas with the old editor, right? It's almost like we're being taken by the hand to not have those typos, not to have those incomplete closures of functions and things like that. So I think for a newbie, instead of them getting frustrated and leaving and quitting, they're going to hang in there with this with yeah. this new experience, don't you think? Yeah, that's exactly right. And 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 we've heard from a lot of users that they learn how to develop code with AppScript, right? That that you know, it's a playground that people figure out what to do. Um, and a lot of it, like Charles said, is because of the macro recorder, right? You can record some things, see what happens, change it, see what happens. And so, you know, it's important to us that we um, that we make it easy for people to get into it and get started with it. And, 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 and to be honest, I don't think anybody, whether you're a business user or a professional developer wants 
to be constantly stumped by the gotchas, right? And so I think that, you know, it's it's great to know that as we continue to simplify um, this product and 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 add these additional features that that take away those gotchas, it's going to help the whole spectrum of users. And 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 no, you know, it's sort of um, you know, there's things that you can build for web apps, but sometimes add-on developers don't get value out of that, or you build it for add-ons, and people that build custom functions and macros don't get value out of that. But all these enhancements that we've that we've provided with the new IDE, I feel, will be um, universally valuable to our developers. So, Keith, in in terms of um, product feedback for the IDE, so Charles has showed showed the, the feedback button there for enhancements would you recommend people go to um the issue tracker and log those there or um through, through the the send feedback button i i think that potentially they could be for for you know um well you could use either but i think that if you want to send us some feedback and you want to have a screenshot and you want to um do it while you're developing and you're not it's not something that's so critical that it needs to go in the issue tracker that you want to stop what you're doing um, then provide it through, uh, you know, the send feedback, and you could also go to the issue tracker and add it there if it's if it's something that you know that uh, that you're thinking, but you but you're okay with leaving what you're doing. I think that's a great part about having the send feedback button right in the IDE is that you could do it and get right back to what you're what you're working on. I can see uh, Andrew Appel's just joined the show. You've missed the one hell of a show, Andrew Appel. I'm sorry, you just <laughs> recording. Uh, <laughs> Stay tuned. You all, you all have this soon, and I think it's, uh, it's been a long time coming, but it's worth the wait. Well, uh, Keith, I think on behalf of the community, uh, a big thank you um, for this early Christmas present. Um, I, you know, it's very clear from the comments that we've got that it's hugely appreciated to have this development. And also as well for you to take the time out um, and come on the show as well and just field some of these questions, um, give us a preview of um, what we can all start expecting seeing rolling out next week. I think it's been um, a wonderful opportunity and um, it, it really means, I think, speaking on behalf of the community, if I can, we're very grateful for it. Yeah, no, um, Martin, Steve, Charles, thank you so much for having me on. I'm, uh, I'm really excited to, you know, have been able to announce to our community and some of our most, you know, um, devoted, excited users that we that we're bringing the IDE to them. Um, and I'm happy to come on. So, you know, whenever you want to have me, I'm happy to be here. So we're conscious there, there were a lot of questions. Um, I'm sorry if we couldn't get them all um, to Keith, but. You've heard he's 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 willing to come back, so we might do a follow-up show with some of these bits and pieces. Um, but um, I, I'm conscious that we, we are at the end of our hour, so um, just a reminder: we're back same time next week. Um, looking at Google Tables, so another great product um, for us to get our teeth into. And um, I think, unless you've got any final thoughts and reflections, Charles and Steve. Nope, all good. Just excited to get to hear the community's feedback all next week and going forward. Yep, and a big thank you to uh, both of you, Charles and Keith, for taking us through this today. Uh, will there be a specific blog post on Monday? Yeah, well? that's a great question. There will be one going out on uh, to the more general workspace audience to really try to introduce people just into automating and using uh, macros into AppScript. 
And then on Wednesday on the developer blog, we're actually going to document and break down all the future functionality kind of that you just saw in a blog post as well too. And then uh, also um, AGV on the Sheets to App show is going to be coming out with, again, an, another user experience recording that'll be a part of her show. Um, kind of hit that audience that uh, and she's got a big following on folks that build specifically in Sheets. And so uh, what we want to do is also make sure that we encourage kind of you know, sharing going forward. Uh, this isn't just a, you know, a launch and leave. We want to make sure that folks are, are continuously, you know, learning new things and seeing new things. So, um, you know, uh, you know, look forward to some of the other things the community produces as well, too. That's great. Well, folks, happy scripting, and uh, we'll see you next week.